It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. I am your host, Jake Amastriani, and you can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Also joining me is my co-host, Vinny Rotino, and you can follow him as well on Twitter at Vinny Rotino. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers and subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You get notified whenever we post a new episode. Again, we post uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday. So always lots of content to listen to on your Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, today we'll get into a couple of news items and then get into a recap of Tuesday's game, give you some of our biggest takeaways. Before we do that, let me tell you about uh, another podcast on the Locked On, ML, uh, Locked On Network called Locked On MLB. Join walking baseball encyclopedia Paul Francis Sullivan, but please call him Sully every day on Locked On MLB for a unique look at the majors both present and past, featuring exciting guest interviews, routine check-ins from the Locked On MLB Network's team of local experts, and insightful analysis of the day's biggest stories. Locked On MLB is the single best source for daily baseball talk. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so again, I uh, got a couple of news items from Tuesday, nothing really major here. Uh, Brewers claimed infielder uh, Jake Hager, hope I'm saying that right, off waivers uh, and sent him to AAA. He's been part of the system before. So uh, Brewers have lost a couple of uh, infield utility types uh, over the last week or so. Uh, so bring in uh, Jake here. It's always great to have as many Jakes in your system as you can. Um, always great guys to have. Um, Eric Yardley, we mentioned it on the last podcast, he was reinstated from the IL. Um, and the Brewers are back to a 13 13 split on their roster, or sh- I shouldn't say they're back to it. I don't know that they've ever been on a 13 13 split this year, but they uh, do have a 13 pitcher, 13 hitter split now. Um, getting that extra reliever on there, they started the year uh, with an extra bench spot, so now they're back to, to even mix there and have another reliever, which me and Ben, we were talking about the other day, there's just not a not a lot of arms out there right now that you can trust coming out of that bullpen, but at least now they have another arm that they can go to uh, kind of like they had to tonight and what was a, a stinker of a game to, to finish it off. Um, and Tyrone Taylor was optioned out. And, Vinny, I, I don't know that I've ever seen this before. Have you ever seen a guy bat third for a team and get optioned to AAA the next day? <laughs> That's a great point. I uh, didn't even think about it like that. I mean, there's there's just some weird I – mean, that's a weird move, right? I mean, it just – I mean, I guess he's the, he's the next guy to go. You can't really send anybody else out if you want to carry the extra pitcher. So, um, it's – yeah, definitely. I mean, he's, he's, he's come up with some really big at-bats and big hits in the cor- over the course of the season, especially when they were hurting for runs. Um, yeah, that's tough. It's tough to swallow. He's a guy, though, that can handle it. Um, not like you wouldn't make the move if it's if it's the right move just because of a guy, if he can handle it or not. Or, if, you know, so he he's 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 going to be able to handle it. He's going to be able to get consistent at bats in AAA and be ready to come up. 
but that's a really good point. Never thought of that. I, I don't think I've seen that. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's really good. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty crazy. I don't know if it speaks more to where this offense is right now that you're just demoting your number three hitter like that. So uh, I don't know, but sometimes it's a detriment to you to your own well-being to have options uh, because you're going to constantly get moved around like that. And uh, Taylor has that that op, that minor league option, so he's going to continue to get moved up and down. But yeah, just weird <laughs> to have somebody hitting third in your lineup one day and he's getting option in AAA the next. Uh, that was all the news from Tuesday that I wanted to get into. Uh, now we'll quickly go through the game recap uh, from Tuesday. And again, not, not a lot of great stuff to get to here. Even with Corbin Burns on the mound, this wasn't uh, really, really not a lot of positives to take away from this one. Uh, nothing going for either team through the first two innings. And then in the third, Burns uh, allowed the first two batters to hit, one on a walk and one on a hit by pitch. Then he got the next two out, and so you just assumed Burns was going to get out of it. And then the Padres got a little creative, Vinny. They, um, the runner took off from first and tried to steal second. Narvaez threw it down, uh, and then the runner from third broke. Um, and Adamas didn't make a, a good throw to the plate. In fact, it got away from the catcher and allowed the, the runner to advance to third. Um, it's crazy. I was covering college baseball tournament uh, on Tuesday as well and saw this exact same play. Uh, except the team in the field executed it perfectly and nailed the runner at home. Um, but Vinny, this is, you know, the type of things I think you have to do when you're going up against a pitcher like Burns, you got to take advantage of these opportunities and get creative and try to find a way to score a run and, you know, credit the Padres for doing that here and getting that, uh, getting that run home when it looked like Burns maybe was going to escape. No doubt in my mind that, Burns would have got out of that inning if that didn't happen. I think if you just eat that throw, um, I think what happened was it caught the Brewers by surprise a little bit. That's a, so that's funny that you say that, that in the college games that you were watching, they executed that play perfectly. Well, what happens is you're coming up through the minor leagues at the lower levels. You work on that play every single day when you take infield outfield. As you move up in the minor leagues, you stop taking infield outfield, so the catcher stopped throwing. And that's a that's a play that in infield outfield, you usually go through. Then the next time around you go, um, then the next time around you come back home, right? So the catcher will throw through and then the middle infielder will cut it off and throw it back to home play. That's a play you work on like five times a day at the lower levels of the minor leagues. And um I remember the old school coaches and managers that I've had, they've talked about how that's like a lost. They used to do that in the big leagues, take infield outfield every single day. Um, but yeah, that definitely caught them by surprise. I think it caught, um, it caught uh, Willie Adamas by surprise and he wasn't able to execute and a good throw gets him at the plate. Right. Mm, and I think right. the game's much different if, if he, a good throw, it, look, I'm not blaming the loss on Willie Adamas. It was definitely a momentum swing. And then obviously Profar got the one-handed swing, uh, base hit that next uh, pitch was a poor executed changeup in my mind. Um, probably the wrong pitch selection too on that. But yeah, yeah, different it, game, I think, if they execute that. Yeah, and it's one of those plays too. Like like I said, the Padres, you know, tried to manufacture manufacture something here. And I mean, it takes a, it takes a perfect throw. You know, you have to have, um, you have to execute that play pretty much perfectly or not exactly perfectly, but you have to, you know, obviously be ready for it, make a good throw home. And like you said, a good throw gets them. 
but it does put pressure on the defense in order to do that mm-hmm. because it's a bang bang type play. So I, I credit, you know, Jay Singler for putting that in motion, making sure that you try to get something out of that again, when it looks like Burns was going to escape, which would have been huge momentum shift going in the Brewers way. Uh, but instead they, they execute the steal there, uh, get the run. And then, like you said, um, Profar comes up with what was the first hit of the game, gets a little bloop into right. And with that, you know, the Adamas throw got away, moved that runner to third, so he was able to score easily on that hit. Maybe he still scores from second on the hit from Profar, but definitely made it, you know, a no-doubt no situation when the runner advanced to third. So next thing you know, Brewers are down two to nothing. Uh, and with the way things were going against Musgrove at the time, uh, you know, it didn't look like they were going to need too much more than that. Uh, but the Brewers did load the bases with two outs in the fifth. Uh, Kane got a hit. Shaw got hit by a pitch, and then Corbin Burns got walked. Uh, but Colton won ground into a force out to end that threat. Uh, and that was really the only threat the, the Brewers had in this game, uh, quite honestly, where they had traffic on the base pass. Um, Burns walked the first two batters in the sixth inning. Um, Tatis brought one in on a sack fly, and Hosmer played it another on a hit to make it four to nothing. Uh, Burns' final line in this one, six innings, two hits, three walks, four earned, seven strikeouts. Uh, Certainly not his best performance. It's not like he got hit around the yard or anything, but uh, Padres did a great uh, job of taking advantage whenever he did allow uh, base runners. Padres added two more off uh, Eric Yardley in the seventh, making it six to nothing. Brewers did finally get on the board with a home run from Travis Shaw. Uh, Then the Padres got that run right back. Uh, with our final score of seven to one. Um, we'll take a quick break and then we'll get into our takeaways from this game. Before we do that, let me tell you about Wealthfront. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash MLB. Again, to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H. F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings today. The show is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you're looking for a fantastic tasting protein bar, then look no further. Built Bar has a ton of flavors and a wide variety of flavors at that. It's not just your regular chocolate, chocolate chip, fudge, or cookies and cream, which are still some of my favorites. But they also have a bunch of different flavors from coconut to almond toffee to mint. Obviously, the peanut butter fudge, dark chocolate, raspberry. There's a, a ton of really interesting, really cool flavors that you don't normally get in protein bars. Something that's going to give you a very unique taste. Something that tastes good. It's not hard as a rock like a lot of other protein bars. Have a soft middle, so it's very easy to get down. They're good for you. They're tasty. And most of them only have about five net carbs. So whether you like to have them before a workout, after a workout, as a meal replacement in the morning, or whether they're just a snack for you like they are for me, you can eat them anytime. It's packed with protein. There aren't a lot of carbs involved, so it's a good treat for you to be able to have, and they taste amazing. Can't tell you enough how good they are, especially for a protein bar. Let's go to BuiltBar.com today and try a bunch of different flavors to figure out which ones are your favorites. 
Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your next order. Go to BuiltBar.com today and use the promo code LOCKEDON15. So, Vinny, just a couple of, of takeaways from this game. Again, not, not a lot of great coming out of this one for the Brewers. Um, Burns walked three batters in this game, which was more than he had all year coming in. Uh, certainly wasn't his sharpest in this one, only gave up two hits. Uh, what do you think of Burns in this one, Benny? Sorry, I was uh, sweeping the kitchen floor, and I just wanted to make sure <laughs> that it was on mute. Um, Got to contribute when you can, right? So that's kind of uh, – anyway, Burns was um, – <laughs> Sorry, it's been a late night, and then that game was just kind of a beat down, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Burns was um, trying to sweep this one under the rug, Vinny. Is that what we're trying <laughs> yeah, to? I love it. You know that's going to be the headline of your <laughs> of your post on Twitter tonight for right. tomorrow. Oh, that's great! I can't wait for it. Um, Burns was definitely not as sharp tonight. I don't know if his timing was off or something. The velo to me was a little bit down. As like I saw some cutters in the ninety two range. It was kind of more sitting at the ninety four. You know, he's usually, you know, he, he can usually run a cutter up there every once in a while in the 97, 98 range, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I don't know. His timing was a little bit off, perhaps, or if he was just tired. I mean, is this, this is his second outing since reinstate. No, third out. Third, this is his third, third outing yeah. since being reinstated off of the uh, the DL or the IL. Um, and I, I do think that he um, – probably he just didn't look this is what he didn't look like to me he didn't look as focused right and sometimes that can be um when he's so that could be because sometimes you don't feel amazing on the mound you hear pitchers talk about that a lot or you didn't you hear him talk about oh I didn't feel like I had my best stuff tonight and then they just go out and deal or sometimes they don't have their best stuff and they just you can you can see it and I, I feel like Burns even when he hasn't had his best stuff, he's been so stoic and so present and so in the moment. He's talked about that a lot with his new mental game, uh, new approach to the mental game of this, of that side of the game, that he didn't look like he had that part of his game um, tonight. And that's the first time I've seen that from him. And like you said, even so, it was still dominant. It was still nasty. It's just the free passes are going to haunt him is because I think that's what – teams are going to do he's so slow to the plate they're going to put a ton of pressure on him and steal bases and just put pressure on him and then like we saw it just kind of snowballed a little bit on him he gave up four runs which is surprising um but the stuff is always there it's just a, it was a tick down i thought tonight yeah for sure definitely looked a little off the walks are um obviously uncommon from what we've seen uh, to start the year. And then, like you said, you mentioned the stolen bases. The Padres had six stolen bases by uh, by six different players um, on Tuesday night. So, again, they they took advantage of what, what Burns and the Brewers gave them in this in this game and uh, were able to get the, the win because of it. Um, the other thing that, that I wanted to get your thoughts on, Vinny, that, you know, I'm great at always second-guessing Craig Council here, but you just brought up, Keston Hira, he's been been raking, and then you don't start him in this game. And I get it, you wanted to get another lefty bat in there at Vogelbach, and then you put Vogelbach in the two hole. But I don't, I don't get that, especially because I'm pretty sure Keston has reverse splits. 
I mean, I, I don't know. That doesn't make a ton of sense to me. You call a guy back up, you start him for one game, he's been hitting the ball well, and then you put him on the bench. Sometimes I think Council just overthinks things a little bit. Uh, it's a good point. I'll listen to the point. I just think Musgrove is so nasty, and that's just today's game. I don't think hitters really take that uh, personally anymore as opposed to in the past. I know guys, you know, didn't want to ever come out of the lineup. But Musgrove is so nasty, especially on righties. And I don't think you can take too much stock into what Keston's doing right now with his splits because of the small sample and because he was just totally lost. Um, you can just almost throw out his numbers completely in terms of trying to draw from any any kind of information from them, in my opinion, just because I don't think he was himself at all in the first four weeks. So anyway, I, I, I can hear your point. I, I'm... Um, I'm going to diplomatically kind of more lean towards disagreeing with that just because Musgrove has been so nasty and um, Keston was ready to come in the game once, once Musgrove was out. So um, I'm going to disagree with you there, Jake. Sorry about well, that. I don't like it. You're out of here. So. <laughs> um, All right. speak, speaking of the offensive struggles, it was a struggle tonight. Um, two hits and one walk. Uh, I get it. Musgrove is good. He's been really good all year, but I mean, he only went four and two thirds. Uh, the Padres bullpen really shut him, shut him down too. Um, so, I mean, this offense continues to have its issues, obviously. Um, I mean, to only have two hits, I mean, the Padres only had five hits in this game, but managed to score seven runs off of it. So uh, just a, a really challenging game for this offense tonight, Vinny. Yeah, so you're going to go to Negative Town and just live there, just going to pitch. Yeah, just like I like said, build the not, house. not much to go, not much else to talk <laughs> about agree. tonight. I agree. I already said it was a kind of a grind to, and a beatdown to kind of watch. I agree. Tough game to watch. Tough, tough uh, game to watch when, you know, the Brewers are on the offensive side of the ball. Again, I feel like that's a little bit of a theme. Just the at-bats were poor, but, the, you know, Musgrove was just – he's been so nasty at times. And, and we talked about this on uh, yesterday's podcast. So um, if he's on his game and I know I agree, he he, he kind of lost it in that inning and, uh, you know, tip, cap, tap, cap tip to Jace Tingler as well on that uh, and yanking him out of there and, and allowing Hill, the lefty, nasty lefty from down under to face Wong but I, th I felt like before that he was on his game, wasn't really making many mistakes. The slider was sharp. Um, so I'm going to get out of negative town a little bit and go to neutral city. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> I'm just going to live there. Might be the best we can, we can oh, do. Oh, my goodness. Tonight. All right. Um, Travis, <laughs> Travis Shaw hit a home run. There you go. That That's yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, but they were the yeah, bats weren't great. I agree. You got to yeah. try and scrape something across. You get in terms of base runners and and try and work a, a three two count. And I, look, I hate Jerickson Profar as a player. I think he's terrible. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> say it. I think I don't think he's terrible. I think he's a good baseball player with low talent. Okay, yeah. but he 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 that's what he does. He do, he he battles. He he follows pitches off. I think there's there's something to be said about that, and that's why he's an everyday player in the major leagues. Um, not a great one, but, I mean, he just gets the most out of his ability. 
because of that, right? He just battles and scrapes and claws for every at bat. And I, I think the Brewers can take need to kind of pull. Some guys do it. Colton Wong, Lorenzo Kane. These guys do it. I think um, you know you got to try and figure out a way to to have a little bit more consistent quality at bats at times. I think. Well, uh, next Vinny is going to tell me why I'm terrible, but. Uh, before, before we do that, let me tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And even though the NFL season is over, you got the NBA and NHL playoffs going on. You also have Major League Baseball season in full swing. But betonline.ag does more than that. They also cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on over to BetOnline.ag on your phone or internet browser now and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, Vinny, uh, Padres go into Wednesday's game trying to make sure they – at least earn a split of this four-game series with the Padres, and they'll be throwing Eric Lauer on the mound going against uh, his former team. Um, and they'll be going, he'll be going up against Paddock, who uh, struggled to start the year but has done a lot better since. In fact, the Brewers got to him earlier in the year, but he now has his ERA under four, so he's been pitching a lot better as of late. Uh, looking back at that start against Milwaukee, uh, on April the 20th, he gave up five runs and in five innings on six hits and a walk. Uh, did have seven punch outs in that game. Um, so, and Lauer's been been really um, good at times for the Brewers this year when he's uh, been called up. So, uh, hopefully that continues and hopefully the Brewers can get uh, back on a winning streak here, Vinny. And we can be more positive on the next podcast. I had, it on, I had it on mute again. I started talking again. <laughs> that time I started talking. Um, not a great matchup for the Brewers right here. I think um, uh, Paddock can be really tough, and I think that's how he's been. He's been executing his pitches a lot better as of late since the Brewers faced him first. I think he, I think he was a little. He was struggling a little bit with something going on with his. Uh, shoulder something he had something that ailed him a little bit I believe some fatigue or something like that but anyway he's bounced back clearly and he's been um he's been really executing that change up and commanding his fastball and that's his mo right so he's he's able to uh, really command a hard up to you know 96 97 at times fastball with a with a plus change up to go with it and he's a competitor so tough matchup here Lauer's gonna <clears throat> hopefully so Lauer's been good when he when his velo has been up there right 90 92 94 range ish uh that fastball kind of jumps at the plate when it's in that range so hopefully that's the version of Lauer the Brewers see tomorrow and um and then if that is I think it'll be a good game yeah um talk, talking about Paddock in the month of May he's only given up two earned runs in 13 innings uh, so he has been much better, and that's after giving up uh, 19 runs and 23 in a third innings in April. So obviously been much better in the month of May. So like you said, will be a tough matchup for the Brewers, but hopefully they can get it going. Hopefully Lauer can give them some length. The Brewers bullpen should be uh, rested. And so if they can get it to that bullpen, 
uh, feel pretty good about their chances on Wednesday. That will do it for this episode of Lockdown Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers. Follow me at shortstopball and Benny at Benny Rotino. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.